1: Libby returns tomorrow today, though we have an action packed show, and I really would encourage you to stick around for the final segment when Luciana Croupy will be our guest. Luciana lost her husband to covid nineteen he was only sixty five and had otherwise been healthy. And I'm feeling like we need to hear this story to understand how this could happen to any of us and the seriousness of this virus, even if it has yet to touch you or your loved ones personally. First, though, the lockdowns in the City of Toronto and Region of Peel. Should we continue with them beyond Sunday when they're set to expire? Should the restrictions go further than what we've been living for the past three weeks? I'd like to hear from you. 416 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Today, for the second day in a row... New COVID-19 cases in Ontario topped 2,000. We also hit a grim milestone in the province with more than 4,000 related deaths since the pandemic began. Breaking it down by region, there are 780 new cases in Toronto, 528 in Peel, 143 in York Region, which is also in lockdown, 143 in Durham Region, which is in the red zone, and 111 in Windsor-Essex, which is in lockdown. Joining us to discuss where we go from here, Peel Region's Medical Officer of Health, Dr. Lawrence Lowe. Dr. Lowe, thank you for your time.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: I'll ask you straight up, will Peel's lockdown continue past Sunday?
2: Well, you know, I think there's ongoing discussions uh, with our provincial partners as well as other health units that are in the current uh, uh, zone. Uh, it is clear now three weeks in uh, that uh, the measures have had some effect. Uh, and we do know, uh, however, that our rates uh, of transmission in our community remain uh, unsustainably high, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the 500s as you identified, although they have held there uh, so the the challenge then becomes uh, if you start to increase contact and interactions, you will essentially provide more opportunities for the virus to spread. So, I, I mean, there's no official uh, decision at this point in time, but I, I think it's safe to say that our situation is quite precarious in the in the region of pale.
1: Well, you know, it was before the lockdown when we heard from the medical experts that we could have between 2,500 and 6,500 cases in Ontario by mid-December if further restrictions were not put in place. So that would indicate the lockdown has been somewhat of a success.
2: That's absolutely correct. I mean, uh, you know, this is on the lower bound of the projections. um, And certainly while uh, the province uh, is seeing increasing growth in cases. Uh, what we are seeing in Peel uh, is uh, certainly a cause for guarded optimism. I think the growth is actually being largely driven uh, by health units, uh, by other health units in Ontario at this point in time.
1: What do you mean by that?
2: So, so meaning that, uh, as you know, uh, the province of Ontario, uh, in, in terms of numbers of cases, we're seeing more and more, like it, it was at 1,800, 1,900 over the past couple of weeks. Obviously, the last few days, they've been above 2,000. Uh, But our cases in Peel have stayed uh, relatively consistent over the past three weeks since entering lockdown uh, between, you know, roughly in the 450 to 500 uh, neighbourhood. And so I think uh, that shows that the measures have had an effect in reducing contact in our community uh, and has had an effect in in, uh, helping helping to stop the the growth of the pandemic in Peel. Uh, And when I say other health units appear to be... um, uh Seeing increases, I think it speaks to some of the other numbers and the other places that you have mentioned in the preamble that that may uh, certainly raise concern
1: so you're in a big phase of discussions now, presumably you're speaking with um, Dr. Williams and Dr. Davila on is it would it be fair to say on a daily basis about uh, what you might be planning what you're both what you're all feeling?
2: you know, I, I think it's uh, it's uh, not just uh, with uh, the CMOH uh, and uh, and you know Dr. Villa in Toronto but certainly uh, every medical officer of health across the province and certainly uh, there are many who are uh, who continue to uh, appear concerned about the upward trajectory of cases uh, in their various jurisdictions I think for me my focus is really on Peel and Ah, uh, really just trying to get our residents uh, to to stick to the precautions as much as possible, to stay home as much as possible, except for an essential reason uh, other than work. And one of the biggest things I'd also highlight with the holidays coming up is, you know, that there is still a discouragement of uh, traveling outside our region, especially mm. going from a, a higher transmission community to a lower transmission community. And just given where we are right now, I really, really encourage people to uh, to adhere to that and remember that the holidays really should be celebrated. Uh, with people that you already live with under the same roof, just, just for this year.
1: I do want to talk more about that because that is vital in making sure that we keep the COVID cases from spiraling out of control. Uh, By the way, I'm speaking with Dr. Lawrence Lowe, Peel Region's Medical Officer of Health. It's Jane for Libby on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. If you would like to call about the lockdown, if you think it should be extended or perhaps lifted or even further restrictions put in place, we'd like to hear from you. 416 Six zero zero seven forty toll free one 1-866-740-4740. Bob, in Etobicoke, go ahead. You're on oh, fight back.
3: Yeah, I I don't agree with extending it. Matter of fact, I don't agree with the lockdown as it is, because what has happened, uh, I have friends that live in a building in Etobicoke, not too far from uh, Ford's office. And this building is an apartment building. And with the lockdown, the parking lot in the daytime is full of cars because nobody's working. So they socialize among themselves. On one floor, there's three families that have the, the virus now. And uh, a friend of mine lives on that floor, and they're really concerned. If they were working, they wouldn't be socializing and sitting, you know, having a cup of coffee with their neighbors, having a, you know a beer at night, watching TV. They would be going home from work, going to sleep, Going to work the next day. But because they're all home, they're socializing in the building and it's spreading like wildfire. So okay. I Bob. would really, I would lift the restrictions. Uh, limit let the let number me put
1: of- that, let me put that to Dr. Lowe. Are there any downsides, any negatives to a lockdown that Bob pointed out? Um, increased socializing in the parking lot of an apartment building.
2: Well, I think there's two things that I can respond to that. First, to the specific instance and then second to the broader question of uh, of negative impacts of lockdown, because I know that that's something that people talk about quite a bit. The reality is that we really need people to adhere to the advice. Um, You know, we're saying, and just to be very clear, we're saying you need to limit your close contact, your in-person interactions as much as possible. To the people that you already live with under the same roof. So yeah, if you're, you're in an apartment building, it means people within your unit, your family, the people that you might be, uh, you know, spending the most time with. Uh, you know, it now is not the time uh, to be having social gatherings, to be having social visits in person. Uh, certainly not, uh, uh, you know, just given um, how this virus, how insidious this virus is. And uh, you know, the reality is that some people don't even know they have it and they could spread it. So, uh, Bob, I absolutely agree with you. It's a matter of following the what is a very clear recommendation, as opposed to if you lift restrictions, now you're actually sending a, an even bigger message where people are like, yeah, yeah, it's all right to get out, it's all right to get to work, then sure, it's all right to go visit someone in a different building or whatnot. But the other thing I'd add as well is there are, you know, people who are concerned about uh, loneliness, mental health and well-being, um, you know, uh, certainly substance use, which has been shown to increase uh, during uh, right. some of these measures. The reality is that places that have got this wrong, where they're seeing a significant uncontrolled spread, those are also negative impacts as well. Uh, people are fearful. They don't want to go out in the community. They don't know who has it. And then you have the added uh, you know, um, misfortune of hospitals overwhelmed and lots of deaths. So it's really important to remember that while the difficult times are there, it's because we're in a pandemic, not necessarily because of the measures that have been taken.
1: And Dr. Lowe will be talking more about the hospital situation in our next segment. How big of a factor is that playing into whether the lockdown continues?
2: I think it's a huge factor because we do know that hospitalizations are a lagging indicator. Um, And so when we went into lockdown, things were, uh, at least in Peel, as I understand from our hospital partners, things were tenuous, um, but they were still manageable. There was opportunities to Expand capacity through postponing some elective surgeries and also, uh, you know, starting to expand into other places of the hospital that don't usually have treatment. But what I understand is just in the last two weeks, which really reflects the surge we saw then when we went into lockdown, they're now seeing more and more patients who are coming in, who are in needing intensive care, really, really sick people. Um, and, and I think that's the side of the story that's not being told when we're arguing about well should we go christmas shopping in another community or should we should we be having folks over the reality is that this is out there in the community and uh, to the extent that you can limit your interactions uh, to the people you already live with uh, that will keep yourself and all of us uh, safe at this time you
1: know it's amazing how every point that we talk about comes back to the individual responsibility to limit your contact with other individuals everything we've talked about, and yet that seems to be the most difficult part of all of this.
2: It really goes, I mean, I, and this is, I, I'm, I'm a very gregarious person. I usually enjoy, this is usually one of my favorite seasons, right? I enjoy big holiday parties, seeing friends and family, catching up, but the reality is, is that this disease preys on human behavior and human nature. It knows that we like to, uh, it knows that we like to get together, and when you're in close contact, that's how this thing spreads. So, if we really want to have a uh, you know a, a, a shot at uh, keeping people out of the ICU, saving lives, uh, making sure that we're keeping our loved ones and families safe uh, as the vaccine is on its way, uh, you know, I think uh, it really behooves us to take the precautions and measures seriously over the holidays.
1: Okay, I want to get back to the phones, Dennis in Brampton, you're in Peel Region. What do you think about uh, the lockdown, the current lockdown, and would you like to see it continue?
4: I would like to see not only what's currently in place, lockdown, but uh, further restrictions. And I can only point to our success uh, over the summer months in getting it down with a tighter lockdown and further looking at what Quebec is doing. Mm -hmm. It seems to me that we're avoiding here doing what is going to be absolutely necessary. And I, I would also point out that over the summer, we, many of the factors that have been pointed to that occur in, in Brampton, particularly with essential workers, et cetera, uh, what changed in September as things started to go up again were kids went back to school. And I I can't help but think, from and I've I've seen the infection rate, but now that we're testing in schools, I can't help but think that schools are a significant factor
1: Okay, Dennis, I I thank you for your comments. It was sort of a two-part question. Dr. Lowe, uh, Mayor Tory has been talking about broader, stricter measures today uh, for the City of Toronto, and he did reference Quebec a couple of times. And what Quebec is doing is prohibiting big-box stores from selling non-essential items starting Christmas Day. They're shutting the schools down tomorrow. The schools will stay closed for another week uh, till January 11th at least. Um, Would we be looking at those kinds of measures for Peel and Toronto?
2: You know, I, I absolutely, uh, certainly we're looking at all kinds of measures in our toolbox. Uh, we know that the school break and uh, uh, is, uh, is an opportunity uh, to, because that natu- it's a natural reduction in contacts and interactions in the communities. I did want to address, you know, so far, uh, you know, with the precautions that have been taken, uh, schools uh, largely remain safe. Uh, the increased cases that we've been finding in schools really reflect just the, the really high rates of community transmission that we have there. But I think capitalizing on the school break, uh, you know, capitalizing on opportunities to just really hammer home the message that we should all be staying home as much as possible and only uh, meeting in person with precautions for the most essential of reasons, uh, whatever measures uh, actually help us get there, I think those are, those are things that are being discussed uh, and also uh, being looked at by not just ourselves in Peel, but I imagine across the province.
1: Okay, one more question for Dr. Lowe. Owen in Brampton, go ahead, you're on Zoomer Radio.
4: Good afternoon, Dr. Lowe. I have a question for you. Hoping that you would understand that I'm trying in my workplace to advocate for mandatory mask wearing. I'm the only person in a a crew of six that does. Everyone else seems to think that it's not necessary and that I'm being silly. Uh, It seems to me that if we had a mandatory mask policy in the workplace, that we could actually all help uh, protect one another.
2: Is that a a false pretense? Dr. Lowe? So uh, that's a really, really great question, Dennis. I appreciate you bringing it. I believe that the current provincial regulations, uh, at least as, as they've changed, uh, do require um, masking in workplaces at this point in time, uh, except for when you are seated, I believe, at your workstation. I, I, I would double I would urge you to double check the provincial regulations and urge your occupational health and safety to look into it.
1: You are right, um, Dr. Lowe. It does yeah. say that on the provincial <laughs> restrictions for gray lockdown areas.
2: Exactly. How, and so, uh, so how I think how support for messaging then yeah I you think know. it's vitally important, and I would say if you have a concern uh, and so I was going to say with that regulation in place, if you've got a concern at, w- at what you're seeing in the workplace, the provinces stop the spread information line is one triple eight triple four three six five nine I'll say that again one triple eight triple four uh three six five nine and you can uh, you can report uh, any uh, any concerns or uh, questions that you might have about emergency measures in in your workplace okay. uh, at that line.
1: 1-888-444-3659. Uh, Dr. Lowe, before we wrap up here, when will you be letting you, the, the people of Peel Region know whether the lockdown will be
2: extended? Well, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't be doing that on my own. And uh, again, as a provincial decision, it would have to come from uh, from, you know, certainly our Chief Medical Officer of Health, uh, together with, uh, with the Premier, if there was any decision to extend. Well,
1: what are you pushing for, I guess, in terms of a decision day to go public?
2: Well, I, again, I, I, I'm in the midst of discussions at this point in time, and uh, and so I, I am unfor- unfortunately unable to give a specific date, but what I can tell you uh, is that we are uh, also very focused, uh, part of the challenge is also we're very focused on uh, deploying our first vaccines in the region, and it's important to, for me to remind everyone a vaccine does you know good if you haven't gotten it yet, so continue taking the precautions. Uh, but we are hoping uh, to be able to start vaccinating some of our, um, uh, our health care workers uh, as early as next week. So uh, that that is also uh, an, an ongoing. There are many discussions occurring, as you know. Yeah. Um, and so uh, um, I'm certain that the province will announce what the province will announce in due time. And I'll continue to work with them.
1: All right. Well, let's end on a positive note for the vaccines coming to Peel region next week for health care workers. That is good news. Dr. Lowe, thanks so much. Thanks for having me, Jane. Peel Region's Medical Officer of Health, Dr. Lawrence Lowe.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.